Hi everyone and welcome to the May episode of the Empower Women series podcast. This month we invited Rochelle Seltzer to come talk about living big without sacrifice. Rochelle is a creative core coach and the author of the highly acclaimed book, Live Big, A Manifesto for a Creative Life. Her mission is to unleash the untapped creative capacity inside people everywhere so they bring all of their greatness into the world. In today's discussion, Rochelle talked about what it means to live big and how you can bring all of your greatness into the world to live a truly fulfilling life. So really important and empowering stuff. Definitely a great episode. Before we dive in, I do want to plug our next Empower Women series event, which is on Tuesday, June 14th. We'll be talking with Kate Grant again all about the journey of caregiving. I know caregiving is top of mind for a lot of clients, so definitely looking forward to that episode as well. Without further ado, let's jump right in. So thank you today, Rochelle, for joining us with the Lexington Wealth Management Empower Women podcast. We're really excited to have you today. And I was hoping just to take one minute for you to just take us back a little bit through who you are and what made you um, join, I guess, jump on this journey of writing Live Big and talk and talk a little bit about today about your top three things that people could do to live big without sacrifice. Well, thanks, Christine. It's just a pleasure to be with you and your great team. Uh, My story in a nutshell, very tight nutshell, is that I started my career as a designer. I realized um, that it was, it's after 27 years of running my business, that this was no longer really lighting me up. And the catalyst for all that insight was starting to work with a coach. And I had never asked for help, but I was prompted to do that by the recession in 2009. And it was life-changing to wake up in my life, to realize what I was doing was just sort of continuing to do what was in front of me without really paying attention to what was exciting and what, what did I really want. And when I made the decision to sell my business and I set off in a new direction, I started to realize that there's a bigger life to live. And by becoming a coach myself, teaching people to become powerful creators of the lives that they really want, I've been able to not only live my biggest life, but help other people to live big. And that that was the genesis of my book. So (laughs) that's that's great. And I've heard you speak many times. And so I'm super excited for our listeners to have some of these tidbits. And why don't you tell us a little bit about these, you call them truth nuggets. Tell us about what those are. Well, we were talking and thinking together about how do we live big without sacrifice, without sacrificing our energy and our well-being and our happiness and our physical um, vitality and all the things that that can happen when we live an overwrought life, when we really don't slow down and pay attention to what really matters to us. And when we don't put ourselves into the equation, as I say, of thinking about how we make decisions or in some cases don't make decisions, how can we consciously make good decisions about how we live? So the first thing that I like to teach about that is that I call it being equal space and grace. And by that, I mean that we are human beings. And just like my book is divided into the being of living big and the doing of living big, 
They say that we just spend too much time doing and not enough time being. So we need to create space for ourselves and we need to think that that's um, valuable and worthwhile and important. And really this is a way that I teach my clients and I, and I really um, try to share the, the wisdom of self-love, of truly valuing ourselves, putting ourselves at the top of the list and realizing that that's not selfish, that that's really the key to creating the space so that we can live the lives that are gonna be fulfilling and are gonna be where we can look back and not have regret. Like, how did I miss all that? Or how did I you know, miss all those years of whatever? Too many of us really don't put ourselves into the equation. And the shorthand for that is the, the airline instructions to put your own oxygen mask on before you can help anybody else. We have to take care of ourselves first. So that's a conscious decision to have more space for ourselves, to consider it self-love and to have time to be. And the second big idea is that time equals treasure. Most of us think that if we just can figure out how to have better time management and more productivity, that everything will be better. And that's another way that we drive ourselves and we push ourselves. But really truly that we, since we only have the same 24 hours in a day, all of us, and we only have a finite amount of energy and a finite amount of attention, because we, we don't usually keep credence to the fact that our attention is limited as well as our time and our energy, that our opportunity is to make the most of the time that we have, and that's treasuring time. And the way that we can do that is to discern what really matters, what really is important enough. We can um, pare down these vast to-do lists when we can consciously decide what to delete, what to defer, and what to delegate to other people, that we don't have to do it all ourselves and we don't have to run ourselves ragged. And then we can declare that we belong on that list. <laughs> we can make that we, we deserve the time, we deserve the space in our lives. Right. And I think to, to, I like the delete one. So that is just like, cross it off the list and don't do it. Right. Like get rid of it, get it out of your life. Why is it there? I mean, right. we don't even look and decide, is this really important? Does this really matter to me? Right. Does it make me happy and give me that, you know? And, and a big point. part of that is, did I say yes to it just to be a people pleaser? Right. Or you because somebody all, made me feel pushed and I didn't really want to say no. Right. And, and that, we all can be guilty of that, you know, with life and obligations and family and children and, you know, co-workers or, or whoever, we, we feel that, I think, responsibility sometimes. But, you know, I guess saying no more can give you some of that space that you need in your own life. Yes. And I, you know, one of the things that I believe is that we can raise our own standards and we can do it kindly we can but we do teach people how to treat us right and when we can talk about the fact that um love to help but i have other commitments i think commitments is kind of a magic word right we rarely argue with it and the commitment can just be to you yourself or it could be to other commitments you have at work or to your you know um volunteer organizations or whatever other things that you do but you don't have to justify yourself. You can just say, I have other commitments. I'm sorry, I can't do this now. Or I'm sorry, I can't help you with it. Or maybe next year or whatever it may be. Right. Um, without a sense of or right. guilt. 
right? Exactly. How about the delegate thing? I think a lot of us say like, well, who do I delegate to? Yeah. So it's interesting how many choices we have for delegating. So we can delegate to family members. We can delegate to coworkers. We can delegate to um, friends in certain circumstances. You know, it depends what yeah. we're talking about. And I think that most of us do not take advantage of the opportunities to hire people to do things for us. Yeah. I think that it's a really um, great opportunity. We have our gifts. We're some, we're really the only ones that can do our genius work <laughs> and protect time for ourselves. And that when we hire somebody to do a task for us, particularly if somebody can do that task faster or better than we can, and not have the sense that we have to do it all ourselves. We're the only ones who can do it perfectly or do it the way we like it. We, we can start to bring more resources into our lives. It's a game changer. It's a really fantastic thing. And what happens is we have more space and more time and more energy and more attention for what really matters to us. And typically that's when we get more done because we do the stuff that we're great at and other people can do those other things. Right. You mentioned, you mentioned one thing, you said declare it. What, what do you mean by that? That's declaring that you deserve to be at the top of the list <laughs> because you've been able to create space by doing the, the deleting and the deferring and the delegating. Then you get to declare, okay, this is my spot at the top of the list. Great. And that's another way of reinforcing the idea of self-love, that I matter, that I'm worthy, that I'm deserving, that I you know, this is, and it's my decision, right? This is the sovereignty and the standards that my standards are that I am going to take good care of my physical health, that I am going to create more space for thoughtfulness rather than rushing through my days, that I am going to create space to do things that light me up and give me joy, like bird watching, if you're a birder or whatever it might be. Right. So that's probably one of those first steps is to identify the things that you really, if you could, you would do what, like yeah. identify those things. So then when you have some of this space, you can actually do the things that um, bring you joy and make you happy and fulfill. And that's, and that's why I love the discovery dozen tool where you can give yourself the prompt. So we talked, this is a tool that's in my book and you can give yourself a sentence, a partial sentence to complete, to have more joy in my life. I can to light myself up more, I can, to take better care of myself, I can. And then answer that, complete that sentence 12 times and see what shows up right quickly. Just let anything come up. The first few things on the list are always the things that are top of mind. The things in the middle and the bottom are the things that show up and you go, oh, how about that? It's a way that we can kind of get into our hearts and our, our, our intuition that we can't get to when we just sit and try to push out the thoughts. So it's a really nice tool to mine your heart and to generate ideas. And then you know what really, what's going to bring you joy. What are you missing that you want more of? Yeah. So tell us the third nugget. The third nugget is the one that I think surprises people the most. And, and I think it's super special and it's boundaries equal love because people are not that comfortable setting boundaries. But truthfully, when we do set thoughtful boundaries and we set them with clarity, we're being loving to ourselves and we're really being loving to other people. So it's a question of where do I have porous boundaries and I'm just letting things 
kind of glom into my life and where am I being clear? And so just one easy example that I think everybody can relate to, whether you're working, whether you're retired, it doesn't matter, is this question of email. It just rules our time and, and it, it robs us of time. Right. So if you want to be clear and set a boundary, you can say, I don't answer emails after five o'clock at night and I don't answer emails on the weekend if it's a work-related account, for instance. And But then we have to stick to that boundary because that's where we teach people that this is a real thing and how to treat us. So that's just right. one. And how to respect that boundary. And then, you know, you're not saying you don't want to communicate with that person or those people. You just want to do it within reasonable timeline. Yes. And you don't have to apologize about it. That's your, those are your policies. Those are your personal standards. And that you can always communicate any of these boundaries with kindness. Because kindness is always wonderful but we try to be nice all the time. And it's in the niceness that we end up being people pleasers and taking on too much and letting those boundaries slide. Right. <laughs> and give in because again, we feel guilty or. Right. I, if, I just saw something really interesting um, by Adam Grant. He was saying people apologize all the time for being slow to reply to an email. And he, say, he said, why are we apologizing? Why not say thanks for your patience? better than an apology. I just read that last night and I thought it was a great, great little tidbit that shows us how apologetic we are all the time. And that truly everybody's got a, an amazing amount of email. So if you can't respond right away, thanks for your patience and then respond. Right. That's a good one. So what else, is there anything else that you wanna leave us with so we can live big without sacrifice? I think, Accepting the fact that we are not, um, we live in a culture that expects us to not get enough sleep. And there's sort of this pride about how much people do and how hard they work and how hard they grind. And, you know, we are not machines. And I think if more and more of us can really honor that fact and be okay with that fact and set these good um, parameters for our lives that really take into account what's gonna feed our soul and what's not gonna rob us of energy and what's gonna give us the, the, the space to focus our attention on what we really care about. Then we can have our biggest impact. And it's when each of us does the most good for ourselves, we do also do the most for the world. And we have our biggest impact. And, and I believe there are ripple effects that we model this for our coworkers. We model this for our children. We model this for our siblings and friends when we can do this work, we can start to generate more of this awareness in other people and more of it will spread. And that's, that's part of my mission is to help more people live big, really live the life that they want. Well, this, is, this was wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, I enjoy listening to you every time I hear you. Um, if there is anything else um i encourage folks to reach out to, to us at lexington wealth or to rochelle rochelle do you want to go ahead and share your email so our listeners have it handy that would be wonderful so my web address is my name r-o-c-h-e-l-l-e-s-e-l-t-z-e-r.com so it's at rochelle seltzer.com there's also 
a contact page there. Anybody that wants to get in touch with me, I'm always happy to have a conversation. And particularly with listeners to this podcast who are on this wavelength with all of you at Lexington Wealth Management, it'd be totally a pleasure. Well, thank you so much again and um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. The Empower Women series was created by Lexington Wealth Management to offer a space for women to come together and feel supported by one another in a safe, judgment-free environment. When we share our experiences and knowledge, we are able to learn from each other. Our mission is to empower women and girls from all walks of life to speak up, ask questions, and learn. The Empower Women series takes place on the second Tuesday of every month at noon, and the podcast follows. Thank you for listening. Lexington Wealth Management is a team of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. All securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC, and advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is risk-free, and there is no guarantee that the investment process described herein will be profitable. Investors, Investors may lose all of their investments. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. In preparing these materials, we have relied upon and assumed without independent verification the accuracy and completeness of all information available from public and internal sources. Hightower shall not be in any way liable for claims and make no express or implied representations or warranties as to their accuracy or completeness or for statements or errors contained or in omissions from them. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the author and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. Third-party links and references are provided solely to share social, cultural, and educational information. Any reference in this post to any person or organization or activities, products, or services related to such person or organization or any linkages from this post to the website of another party do not constitute or imply endorsement, recommendation, or favoring of Lexington Wealth Management or Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates, employees, or contractors acting on its behalf. Hightower Advisors LLC does not guarantee the accuracy or safety of any link site. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisor for related questions. Copyright 2021 Hightower.